Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in Louisville, Kentucky. We've been here checking out the town. It's our first time here in Louisville, and we've been so excited to try some of these great things we're going to talk about on today's show. I think the first thing people think about when they hear Louisville is Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby. We're going to be taking you out to the Kentucky Derby Museum. The second thing you probably think of when you hear Louisville, or depending if you're a baseball fan, maybe the first thing is Louisville Slugger. They have a great factory tour here at a museum. We're also going to take you out there for an interview. And perhaps the most famous athlete in the world, Muhammad Ali, is from here in Louisville, and they have a special center dedicated to him. We're also going to have an interview there. True. And we're also going to talk about some other activities that we did while we were here in Louisville. We went on the Belle of Louisville. There's some other really great things to do while you're here in town. We're going to talk about some hotels where you can choose to stay. And if you're hungry, don't think that we've forgotten you in the you got to eat section. The reason it's not here today in this week's show is because we had so much to eat and so much history around the food and the bourbon that we did a whole show on eating here in Louisville. We'll have another show you can check out where we've got interviews with chefs learning about what a hot brown is and also about bourbon. We love the bourbon when we're here in Kentucky. All that and more coming up on today's show, but up next we've got Hot Topics and we will be right back. What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We're here in the town of Louisville, Kentucky. Our first time here having a really great time running around the city, doing lots of fun things. We've got a great show ahead for you. Lots of really great interviews with some of Louisville's hottest attractions. Before we get to all of those, first I want to do hot topics in travel. And this is a topic that turned out to be completely different from what I thought it was going to be. A couple of years back, we noticed that a couple of smaller companies were doing unlimited vacation for their employees. Which we totally agree. Totally agree on that one. No, we cheered them on and encouraged others to do it. And the leaders of corporate America followed our 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 advice. Oh, very good. Several larger companies also started trying this. When I recently started seeing articles in several different publications talking about how this wasn't working. Now, my initial thought was, oh, no, it's that one guy who always shirks his... his stuff off on other people. He took eight weeks last year and made everybody else work overtime and they all complained. So that's why they got rid of it. I turned out to be totally 100% wrong. 
What is it? The opposite? It's the total opposite. Oh, they're not taking it. They're not oh, taking you it. Americans, come on. They're not taking it because it's you know it's a whole choice overload. If you oh. give people too many choices, they become paralyzed. Well, yes, we see that every day with one of our mini me's with yeah. the story. You know, if you know you've got two weeks per year, you sort of go, okay, I'm going to take it here and here. Whereas if they say, oh yeah, take off whenever you can, you sort of you never really sit down and prioritize it. I guess. No. Well, we prioritize travel all the time. But no, that's really interesting that it's kind of had the... I, I think part of it is grooming these these Americans, telling them it's okay to take a break. I think a lot of people probably feel like, oh, well, I'd love to take, you know, four weeks or whatever, and I could probably do it, but it would look bad. Or And again, people just, when they didn't really have a defined parameter, they really had trouble just sort of using any vacation time. So perhaps what we need to do is be consultants to these companies and, and go to the, not to the companies, but to the people and offer travel counseling. We're available. We're available. We're licensed travel counselors. <laughs> to make you have guilt-free trips guilt-free, and we'll help you plan them. I think it's a great idea. Well, we have a great show ahead of us. We're here in Louisville for the first time. We are here, well, shall I say, drinking bourbon and hitting some other really great spots here, Um, some one-of-a-kind spots. Of course, the Louisville Slugger Museum and and Shop, and we also are going to talk a little bit about hotels where you can stay, some other activities. But our next interview coming up is a staple of Louisville that you have to do when you come here. If you're fortunate enough to come during Derby Week, good for you. I mean, we hope to come back, but it's what's really cool about Churchill Downs is that they have several seasons, which we'll talk about. So there's plenty of time to see the horses at the track, but also all year round, they have the Kentucky Derby Museum. Yeah, it was a great place to visit, great place to get a sense of history. This is kind of the center of horse racing and a fun way to get out, get to see horses and things, but also learn about the history of this great race. That's right. So up next, we'll have an interview with the Kentucky Derby Museum at Churchill Downs. We're going to talk a little bit about our tour there, about the um, museum itself. The Minimis had a blast. It was really fun for kids of all ages, and we will be right back to do that. In the meantime, of course, that with all of our other things we'll be doing throughout the show, you can check that out on our hot sheet at TravelBrigade.com. You can also check us out at Twitter or Instagram at Travel Brigade. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin, and we are so lucky to be here in Louisville, right outside when we started driving over this morning to the Kentucky Derby Museum with Churchill Downs attached to it. It's really fun to go to the museum here and see the horses, and just we're already having such a great morning. Yeah, you can actually take a tour from the museum out onto Churchill Downs called the Backside and Barnes Tour, and they'll actually take you out and let you go around in where the, the horses are kept and then go up to the railing and, and watch them as they do their morning workouts. Our guide for this was Barry Northern, who has lived within two miles of this track his whole life, so he really knows it. And Barry, you can just see it. It must be a joy that 
when people get around horses, something about them changes. You probably get to see that every day. Well, no question. And I always go back. I think it was Winston Churchill. I'm not sure. That's who they credit with it. They said something about the outside of a horse is good for the inside of a man. And I just know for me, standing out there every morning watching those horses, it makes it easy to get out of bed every morning to go out there and just watch those beautiful creatures. It's interesting. Uh, one of the things that you said on the tour kind of rung home to me was just that here in Louisville, this is your professional sport. You don't have an NFL team or a hockey team or, or an NBA team, but the, the culture here is all based around horses. And when you come here to Kentucky in general, and certainly to Louisville, where the Churchill Downs is, where the Kentucky Derby is, you feel that. Well, for me, for sure, I've, like I said, I lived within two miles of it. And there used to be, uh, actually before I was born, but there was another track just about two miles from here. And where I lived in between was where a lot of uh, the horse owners lived. There was a big parkway along uh, where I lived, and most of the houses had barns in the background, in the backyard. That's way those people could uh, walk their horse to either Churchill Downs to race or over to Douglas Park racetrack. So uh, this neighborhood, everybody around here, just it just kind of gets in your blood. And uh, like I said, without the pro sports, this is our pro sport. Of course, the first Saturday in May is when all the world's eyes are on us, and we all live for that moment. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about that as we speak. So it's Christmas for us derby time around here, and here at the museum we get to kind of share that with people uh, 365 days a year. Tell us a little bit about the Barnum Backside Tour, what it entails, and, and some of the other tours that are available here through the museum. Well, if you pay your general admission to the museum, it includes uh, two floors of exhibits all about the Kentucky Derby. One of the coolest things we have is a 360 in the round theater all about Derby Day. kind of makes you feel like you're right in the middle of the Derby. We call it the greatest race, a 17-minute uh, kind of slideshow production about the Derby. And then it also includes a half-an-hour tour that will walk you out to the rail of the racetrack, to the paddock area, and just give you some history of Churchill Downs, those types of things. That comes with your general admission. If you're interested in spending more of the day with us. You can do the barn and backside tour, which we did this morning. We do it several times a day. Now that tour changes a little bit because early in the morning the horses are on the track. In the afternoons, uh, sometimes we do it during when racing season. And to watch a horse race from the backside of the racetrack is a unique perspective most people don't get. So that tour kind of changes de depending on what type of season it is for us. And then we also offer an inside the gates tour. Now that particular tour, we wander around Churchill Downs, very informal, but we wander around Churchill Downs for an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half and that particular tour gets you off of the ground level and it'll take you up to the millionaires row and it'll take you out on a balcony right next to the beautiful twin spires that's actually where the queen of england watched the race uh, when she was here in 2007 so we just kind of wander around churchill downs and talk about the history of the place and, and give people a, a more comprehensive tour of churchill downs with that particular tour so uh, the the movie we saw when we first got here was actually amazing. It's this 360 angle of the movie. It's really incredible. Tell us some other highlights why people come here to the museum. Why they come here in the museum? Well, you know, anybody in town, when they think of Louisville, Kentucky, I think they think one thing is Churchill Downs. And uh, we're centrally located here, and we're on Central Avenue, and we are centrally located here in the city. So a lot of conventions are downtown Louisville. That's only about three and a half miles from us. Uh, we have our state fairgrounds, which is a, a huge complex that has a lot of conventions. That's about a mile and a half from us. So it's very easy if you're coming to Louisville to get to us. And people, especially this year, we're 
we've noticed with the, the American Pharaoh fever, a triple crown winner, looks like we got a new generation of horse fans coming along. I see some young kids stepping into the museum and seeing Pharaoh's picture and then pointing him out and know who he is. So, so we can teach them about the history of uh, the Derby in general and horse racing in particular. So uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, like you said, something good about the outside of a horse is good for the inside of a man. So people young and old just love to come to Kentucky Derby. I hear it every day. Well, I watched it with my grandmother growing up every year and different things like that. So most people, no matter, and they come from all over the world. We have a globe on our front desk where we have people put a dot on the globe where they visit from. And at the end of the year, that globe is covered, you know, with all ends of the earth. People come here to Churchill Downs to to see this place, and that makes us proud around here. Besides the Derby, when are times that people can come and see racing here at Churchill Downs? Well, we have three seasons. Our spring season will start the Saturday before the Kentucky Derby, so that's usually the last Saturday in April, and it will race four days a week, average about 10 races a day until the end of June. Then we're going to have a summer season. That will start in the uh, in September. We'll race four days a week, about 10 races a day, and then we'll have a fall season. That'll be the month of November, and that'll be five days a week, average about 10 races a day. So all told, we run somewhere in the neighborhood of 750, 780 races a year. So people love to come here and spend a little time in the museum, getting the history of Churchill Downs in the museum, and then they can head over and watch the live racing so it can make for a a fun day at the racetrack. Tell us a little bit where people can find information, a website where they can book tours, get tickets. Well, just go to uh, KentuckyDerbyMuseum.com, uh, Google Kentucky Derby Museum, whatever you have to do, and uh, you got a lot of information on the website. And then on that website, you'll get phone numbers where you can call and actually talk to somebody if, if you'd like to do that. And we'll be glad to, if you come and tell us when you're coming, we can kind of let you know what time of the year it is and what tours might be better. And uh, we can try to help you plan your whole day if you like. You know, there's tours where you can come and, and spend a day with us that also includes taking you over to Millionaire's Row at Churchill Downs and have lunch there while you're watching the races. So all those types of things can be booked through us. So just uh, KentuckyDerbyMuseum.org and uh, we'll go from there. We'll have that information on the hot sheet for today's show. Um, you can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. I'm a thousandaire. Going to Millionaire's Row for that tour might be my only chance. So, you know, another fun thing about this was that our kids came with us and they just loved, they actually got a chance to feed a horse. That might not always happen, but they got to pet and feed a horse and just loved it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Check us out at TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. For the Travel Brigade, tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin coming to you from Louisville, Kentucky. And not Louisville, it's the Louisville. A lot of people don't say that, right? But it's Louisville. Kind of roll it around there on your tongue. It's very beautiful. It goes really well with Kentucky. <laughs> Bourbon. Well, 
of other really good things here in Kentucky. That was such a great uh, interview at the Kentucky Derby Museum. We had such a blast. The backyard barn tour was really fun. The Minimis got crazy out there. It was really fun. This is one of the main things to do when you come here. It's, it's really the only place that you can find the stuff at Churchill Downs and Kentucky Derby Museum. And there's so many other fun things to do while you're here. There's the Mega Cavern, which we were talking about. It's this huge, deep hole where you can zip line, do tours. Mega Cavern is a man-made cave, and it uh, has 17 miles of the little corridors that they call them. And there's all sorts of different things you can do down there. You can go on tours. You can do zip lining. A tram tour because it's so big. There's a ropes course. And it's also, don't let the kids know about this, but they might learn something about geology while they're under there. <laughs> and what's really fun, even though this is not a Christmas episode, they do a huge Christmas lights underneath the ground, which would be really cool to see. But I've seen pictures of it when we were by there. But that is a really cool thing if you're here near the holidays. Louisville is located right on the Ohio River, and a fun way to see that river is to do the Bell of Louisville. Yes, it's an old steamship cruiser that we did, and that was really fun. We went up and down the Ohio River. We learned a little bit of history. We had a dinner. We can have dinner while you're aboard, and it's really fun to go up and down the Ohio on the Bell of Louisville. You kind of feel like you're going back in time, and I can't remember. What, what is the name of the um, the instrument that they play with steam? It's a calliope, and a calliope, it okay. absolutely fascinated the mini-me's, who I guess had never heard one before. No, I've hardly ever heard one before. They're not exactly a common thing. Actually, I think they still, um, I noticed that it's just really the only one of its kind that does that kind of thing that's still kind of out there on the river and it kind of brings you back in time. And what was really fun is to look at the photos of the sort of past of seeing the bell on the river at the time in the early 1800s. Cave Hill Cemetery is another place that people like to visit. You can check out the Cave Hill Heritage Foundation. They do a tour, but it's also a place where people go just because it's beautiful and there's some interesting architecture and things. And Colonel Sanders, the inventor of Kentucky Fried Chicken, he is buried there. And I'm assuming he took the secret herbs and spices with him <laughs> to his grave. The he took he the may, recipe with him to his grave. He may, he may have. Speaking of KFC, the downtown basketball arena is called the KFC Yum Center. Because KFC is yummy, apparently. Just for the record, can I say this? I had, not necessarily at KFC, but I had fried chicken in Kentucky. So technically I had Kentucky fried chicken. If you're there during the basketball season, the Louisville basketball team has you know a rich history. They've won three national championships. Basketball is huge in Kentucky, and we won't remind our friends in red about the people in blue just a few miles down the road in Lexington. But Louisville has a great basketball tradition all its own, and you'll want to check that out if you're there in the you know November through March range. Now, another really great thing to do is there's this place on Main Street, which is right downtown, and they call it Museum Row, Museum Row on Main, even more specifically. But there is a ton of museums, and we were able to go to a couple of them, and they're just great fun. Well, the great thing is this is all walking distance downtown. You can you know get from one place to the other. You can do two or three museums in a day because you're you're just right there all together. One of the museums was the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory Tour. And what do you get when you do the Louisville Slugger Museum and Tour? Batting tips. No, you get your own mini bat. 
You can't miss it because when you go down Main Street, you see the stream of people walking the opposite way of you with mini bats, and you know you're going in the right direction. Well, the other reason you can't miss it is all up and down Main Street, they've got these little, it's a bronze home plate, and it will have the name of a famous player on it, say Honus Wagner, Carl Yastrzemski. It'll have a little bit about them, where they played, what years, and then it will have what bat they used, what model bat from Louisville Slugger, and then sort of on top of the plate is a bronze replica of that bat. So you you can kind of follow those, but how you really know you're there is you get there and there's a 120-foot tall bat out in the front. That's true. I have never seen anybody from the Major League Baseballs use a bat that big, but you never say never. I've gone to many, many baseball games throughout my life, and I do know, you know, the basics of the sport, but I can't tell you how interesting going to that museum was, learning about the bats and learning about what quality the bats are and finding out that only a certain, you know, caliber of them are designed for Major League Baseball. And what was really interesting is learning about the professional baseball players and how they custom design each one of their bats. It's really fascinating. Plus, I got a mini bat. Coming up, we've got an interview with the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory Tour. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin here in Louisville. And one other thing Louisville is known for is baseball bats. Yeah, the Louisville Slugger. You know, there's certain American products that you just know, Harley-Davidson, the Louisville Slugger. It's just one of those products that's known worldwide, and it's one of those things that this city is known for. Well, actually, and we were coming down here to do a museum and factory tour, and we didn't need to get directions because all we did was follow the flow of people with mini bats and actually some with pretty large bats as well. Yeah, one of the things you get here when you do the tour is you get a free mini bat. So that's reason enough to take the tour in itself. You know, when I played Little League, anytime I didn't hit the ball very well or I struck out, I blamed the bat. Uh, I found out here today I shouldn't have blamed the bat. They're, They're really well made. Here to tell us more about it is Anthony Scotty. Anthony, tell us what do you see when people come through? What is the biggest surprise that they find out about making the bats? People seem to be the most surprised at the history into making the bats, really. We take them in the factory, and the first stop that they see is a man hand-turning a bat, making a bat by hand, and people had no idea that it was done that way for so long. The details that were put into it by hand, the the hand-eye coordination that went into it, the training that went into it, most people that come here, they assume a baseball bat's a baseball bat, and when they leave, they've learned miles more than what they started with. And this is also a great place for kind of uh, picking up on the history of the game. Besides the tour, you've got a museum here. Tell us some of the things that are here in the museum that people can look at and things kids can experience. Uh, the museum is, is family-friendly, and it's friendly for kids and adults. I mean, right next to us here, we have an exhibit called Hold a Piece of History. It's an interactive exhibit where you can get your hand on game-used bats, hold them, get your photo taken with them, and it's legitimate pieces of history. There's a Mickey Mantle bat in here that's over 50 years old. Uh, we also have a Feel the Heat exhibit, which has been fun for kids and adults. Uh, you stand behind a catcher, press a button, and a pitching machine will throw three 90 to 95-mile-an-hour fastballs at you. Really give you a sense of what the major leaguers face today. Out in the main atrium we have extra exhibits like our tops exhibit which is here until october if you're a baseball card fan the tops company has really flourished that exhibit with baseball cards and the tops exhibit also ranges into pop culture items so we have things like christopher reeve's superman outfit on display adam west's batman outfit 
There's a functioning bicycle made out of Louisville Slugger wood, Ringo Starr's drumsticks. Just apart from those pop culture items, if you're not a baseball card fan, we have football cards, basketball cards, old collectible cards, and it's been a huge hit. We've had hundreds of people, thousands of people this summer. Check that out. If you go down the hallway farther, there's a theater, and we play a free movie every 20 minutes narrated by James Earl Jones. We have a bat vault with historic models collected in it, and we have batting cages for the kids and adults who want to take some swings with Louisville Slugger products. And a new exhibit which just opened, it's the Cincinnati Baseball Legends, the Cincinnati Reds Legends exhibit. So throughout the entire building, there's enough stuff to keep you occupied, keep you entertained, and ensure that you're enjoying yourself while you're here. And what's really uh, great about this is a lot of times when you do like a factory tour, you're like driving 20 minutes outside of town. This place is right in the downtown center of Louisville, which is really great. I mean, you can walk right here from many, many other attractions. Can you tell us a little bit about where people can contact the museum, set up tours, get information on hours that you're open? Oh, it's, it's very easy to, to find all the information you need on our website, uh, LouisvilleSluggerMuseumAndFactory.com. You can Google it if you have uh, any trouble finding it. All all the hours are posted, contact numbers for group rates are on the website, and we also have a few packages with other museums in the area which are right down the street. So you can have a package for a tour here along with a bourbon tour, a tour along with some activities at the Science Center down the street. This entire museum row is just filled with activities and, and like I said before, entertainment for families. Great. Of course, we will have information as well in our hot sheet for today's show that you can check that out on TravelBrigade.com. I'm going to go uh, take a few swings in the batting cage, take a few hacks, see if I got any hits left in me. Maybe 3,000, I don't know, we'll see. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here in Louisville, Kentucky. And, of course, we're running around doing all these great activities. And, of course, you have to have a place to sleep. And so there are some really great options while you're here in Louisville. One is the Brown Hotel. Um, We're going to be talking a lot about the Brown Hotel in our food and dining episode because the Brown Hotel is the one who created the Hot Brown, which is a Kentucky institution. Absolutely amazing food, beautiful hotel. There's also the Seelbach Hotel, which is now a Hilton hotel, but also a classic Louisville staple and also centrally located right in downtown Louisville. There's also the Galt House Hotel in the downtown area. It's a very large hotel, and it's convenient to getting around to a lot of the places that we're talking about today. As a matter of fact, we were able to walk right outside our hotel. That's where we were staying and right walk, what, about 100 yards to the Bella Louisville yeah, it's just right on the river there, so you've got some great views and everything. And it's also just an easy walk across a bridge to get to the Muhammad Ali Center. I was able to go there. Muhammad Ali was not only one of the most famous athletes of the 20th century, but his legacy goes so much beyond that. He uh, did so many different things in his life that were so notable. And one of the things I really liked about this museum, and you'll hear about it in the upcoming interview, is they not only look at the boxing, but some of the other stuff as well. So even if if you're not a big boxing fan, you're really going to enjoy this as sort of a looking at history and looking at somebody who uh, did some inspiring things with his life. I'm the sort of sports geek who, you know, we talk about how you can turn kids loose in a museum and just leave them. This place has, you can dial up any of Ollie's fights and watch the whole thing. So theoretically, you could have just dropped me off there in the morning. I would have watched the Rumble in the Jungle. I would have watched Down Goes Frazier. I would have watched, you know, rope dope 
all of that. You can do all of it there. It's really a place I recommend going, and you'll hear more about it in our upcoming interview. Um, actually, we tried to extend the hotel stays so just so Jeff could um, get all the fights in, but unfortunately, they were quite busy. <laughs> And we did have to get to our next town, but that is true. Coming up next, the Muhammad Ali Center, an interview along with all the other things that we are doing on this trip. You can check that out at our hot sheet for today's show at TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. I am here at the Muhammad Ali Center learning about not only one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century, but a man who, beyond his sport, was a force for social justice and many causes and became known just as much for what he did outside the ring as inside the ring. We're at the Muhammad Ali Center, and here to tell us a little bit more about it is Jeannie Conkey. And Jeannie, we're standing next to a red bike, and why is this red bike significant? Uh, thank you. This red bike is very significant because it represents a point in time in Muhammad's young life where he could have gone this way on a decision or that way on a decision, and the decision he took made him who he is. He was 12 years old. He got a new Schwinn red bicycle for Christmas that year, and he rode it to a home show, ate some cotton candy and some other treats, and he came out, and his new bike was gone, and so he was crying. He was just a little boy. He was reporting a crime to a police officer, Joe Martin. He told Joe Martin he wanted to whoop whoever stole his bike. And he said, you better learn how to protect yourself first, son. You know, if I run a boxing gym downstairs. So if you come tomorrow, I'll teach you how to fight to protect yourself. So Muhammad, that was his red bike moment. He showed up, he learned how to fight. And if you think, and that is a message for young people that we're faced with decisions every single day. And it has repercussions on the rest of our life. So the Muhammad Ali Center here, it's a place to preserve and promote Muhammad Ali's legacy, and especially to teach young people about his life well beyond the ring and how his six core principles, how he lived his life, how his character, how that can be used for inspiration for them to live their life and give back and do good things in the world. You know, if you're a boxing fan, you're going to find, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You're going to find down goes Frazier. You're going to find rope-a-dope and the rumble in the jungle and all that. But what I find really interesting is this museum is not divided up into here's his Frazier fight, here's when he beat George Foreman. It's divided up into confidence, respect, dedication, different principles. What was the idea behind that? When we created these exhibits, we really truly wanted them to be as close to walking with Muhammad Ali as you could, almost as if you were walking through his circulatory system to figure out, you know, what made him tick. What was he made of? Why did he do some of the things he did? What were some of his decisions? That was the thought behind it. So we wanted, we want our visitors to know about the larger Muhammad Ali and, and the impact he has on a global world and what he has done to give back to people and the tough decisions he's made along the way and the repercussions of those decisions and how he still has been able to stay on top. Even with throughout all of these years, 
he is still so revered among even other celebrities when he walks into a room. They gush over him. I have seen grown men come to the Ali Center when Muhammad happens to be here. I've seen them get down on their knees and cry. Why is that? Because he has had such a large imprint, footprint on the world. He treats people with respect. He was a great athlete. He has done a lot of charity. He's just a great man. The different generations, do you find that they look for different things when they come here? Somebody like me who can remember the fights from the 1970s versus you know, somebody who's maybe a teenager right now, are there different things that they find particularly uh, fascinating? That's a really good question. I would say the older generation, middle-aged generation. <laughs> yeah. just, like, just, just a bit over 29 generation. Who remembers Muhammad Ali when he was boxing because, you know, like the Rumble in the Jungle, that was in 1974. You know, I was in junior high. They come to, I would say, to see the fights, but also they remember Muhammad's stand in the Vietnam War and what happened after that. And they remember when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. It's kind of going back in time for those people and for the younger generation, people coming up. And even a lot of women have no idea about all of the things of Muhammad's life that they didn't know he did. I mean, I we constantly have visitors say, I didn't know Muhammad did that. Or is that nice? Like, oh, I didn't. So interesting because the exhibits are organized around those principles rather than a chronological scale. How often do you have to listen to some fool like me come in and try to do their Muhammad Ali impression? I am the greatest. Probably about once a month. Oh, well, that, that's not too bad. I was, I was worried you were going to say, <laughs> once a day, it's the worst part of my job. So, well, that's, so there's not as many fools as me as I thought. No, actually, you know, the most common story is, and every story's new, so you have to go with it. Probably since I have been at the Muhammad Ali Center, about one in 10 people have met Muhammad at an airport someplace in the world. So, you know, it's, a, it's the airport story. And I bet many of your listeners have met Muhammad at an airport. Well, you know, he was and probably still is the most famous man in the world. He certainly was at one point and he probably still is. And he was always known for if you were somebody that ran into him, he would, he would meet you and talk to you. And he still does. According to his wife, he has missed planes sometimes because back in the day when he was doing a lot of autographs, he would never turn anyone away. He would wait until the last person was in line. He poses for pictures even when he does come to the Ali Center. He loves to watch himself box. He loves it. But people within two minutes, you know, the entire Muhammad Ali Center knows that Muhammad Ali is in the building. And so he'll pose for pictures, very kind, very respectful and empathetic of other people's feelings and what they want. And he realizes that he has been given many gifts in life. And so how can he turn people away who admire him so much? It's a great story. For people who are coming to Louisville and they want to know about, you know, hey, I want to plan a visit there. What should I do while I'm there? Where should they check out? Obviously, our website. We also have um, Facebook and social media sites as well. But probably the best way is to just go on our website because we do have temporary exhibits. Right now, this summer and into early fall, we have an exhibit called XOXO. It's an exhibit, especially for children. It's about love and forgiveness. It's very interactive. And so um, they can find out a number of ways. But we hope to see your visitors here. I know it's just down the road, and um, there's a lot here. There's actually a lot. Museum Row Louisville has a lot to offer as well. There's other museums, which I'm sure you're visiting. Okay, we will have the contact information for the Muhammad Ali Center on the hot sheet for today's show. Check that out at TravelBrigade.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. They don't 
always agree, but they always seem to have their reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here in Louisville, Kentucky, enjoying ourselves doing the highlights of Louisville in just two short days, having an amazing time while we're here. It's our first time here, and we've been having a fantastic time. There's so much to do in Louisville. We've just kind of niched the surface here. We did an entire episode all on bourbon and the food here in Louisville, and of course the classic hot brown, which was made at the Brown Hotel. So make sure that you check that episode out as well at TravelBrigade.com. In the meantime, it's time for us to pick our three favorite things that we did here. She said goes first. Well, my first thing I wanted to do is I felt we did the Bell of Louisville, so that's my thing. But what about it was one where we were staying was just really quick to get there. We walked there, and I felt like it was, you know, very easy to get around to a lot of places while we were there. But it really kind of felt like kind of went back in time. I mean, you you get on the boat, and you see the steamship, and you see, you learn about the history of Louisville, and it gives you kind of a, I don't know, sort of like an overview of the city when you got there. And we kind of did it as one of our first activities, and I thought it was a great way to sort of start our time there in Louisville. My number three was the fact that this is a very walkable city. Once you're in the downtown area, you can kind of walk everywhere you need to, including the museum row on Main that we talked about. And so I always enjoy that about a city if I can just get out and walk around and get everywhere I need to go. My number two was just going in the Brown Hotel. It's a historic hotel here in Louisville. It's got so much history involved there. And there's a couple other historic hotels here in town. But of course, we went there and enjoyed the Hot Brown, which we'll talk about more in the next episode. But just doing that, it's kind of like one of those things on your bucket list, you know, like going to the Derby and going to get a Hot Brown. I mean, it's it's about as Louisville as you can get. My number two was the Muhammad Ali Center. Not only a great place if you're a boxing fan or you re- or you're old enough to remember, you know, his fights and things, but also just if you want to learn about some of the important history of the 20th century. My number one, no doubt, the only thing that would have made this better is Derby Day, but the Kentucky Derby Museum was amazing. I loved it. Um, we've gone to horse racing here in Kentucky. Unfortunately, not at Churchill Downs. We were here during off-season. However, just you can completely get the feel for it regardless of what time of year you're coming. If you do plan ahead and come to Churchill Downs during racing season, there's several seasons as they talked about in the interview. You'll want to make sure that you mark your calendar and come during that time. But it's absolutely amazing. The culture, the horse culture is really amazing. Um, Being at Churchill Downs where it's so historic. And then just everyone's got American Pharaoh fever going on with, with the Triple Crown winner. And it's just exciting to be here and to learn about it. And so that was my number one. My number one was the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory Tour. It was not only interesting to watch how the bats get made and everything, but also just to see what a great part of American history is right here in Louisville. Because we got a mini bat. And you get a mini bat. (laughs) I'm going to keep saying that. Free mini bat. You can't beat a free mini bat. Try to think of something better. Not only do you get a free mini bat from the Louisville Slugger Museum, but they have mini bats from every team in the Major League Baseball. And we should also mention you can get your own regular size bat there and get your name put on it like you're some major leaguer. 
Yes, you can. We learned all about that yesterday. You can get your very own bat, get your name put in it, get it inscribed. It's super cool. And as a matter of fact, if you don't get a chance to get here to Louisville, which you have to do it here at the center, you can also order them online. Well, regrettably, we are going to need to move on from Louisville. Please join us next week. In the meantime, please remember there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whichever stage you're in, please join us next week. See you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 